The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep everybody this is sarah and this is megan and you are listening to it's always the husband podcast welcome yes you are welcome here you are all are welcome well not everybody i mean you can't you just can't say everybody you're not that's not true yeah no yeah lots of people aren't welcome here but not the people (laughs) that listen But I could name a few that I have that have no business. Yes, here. me too. Me too. I am in a foul mood. You tonight. are, and you earned it. I have never been in such a foul mood. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, usually it's me that's always depressed yeah. and like a step away from putting my head yeah. in the oven. I thought about just driving off the road yeah. on the way here because I have had it. I. Had a credit card dispute. I had a yeah. What do you call them? A contractor? Maybe? Well, he that, pretends he's a, a so-called contractor, and uh, it was charged Homer my Simpson card. was yeah. a better contractor. Yeah, that's true. Charged my credit card four separate um, charges. Totaling eleven thousand dollars against permission, without your permission. Correct. I was on vacation. I was actually out of the country. I was in Mexico when this all went down. And when I got back and saw that it had happened, I said, "What's going on?" And he was like, "I didn't do that. I don't know." And so he wrote a letter to the credit card company and said, "I didn't do it." I am not, I can't even tell. I, I mean, there's more to the story. Obviously. Right. There's a lot more, but yeah. it's just it is um, pure shit. So they did credit me, my account, and this has been going on since uh, April. Months. Yeah. And I just got a letter that said that they're charging me for it, and I, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, we need help from someone that maybe... I need legal knows what she can do because he clearly did it but then got caught and wrote a letter so he even wrote a letter to them saying he didn't do it he wrote a letter because i said if you didn't make those charges then a ghost did yeah and he was like i didn't do that i didn't mr boogity did yeah mr boogity did and so he wrote a letter that said those charges did not come from my company um, so that's what even he was though saying. it clearly says it it's said going it, yeah. to his company. Um, but he was like, I, the, I didn't do that. Those didn't come from me. And so still, they said it did, or that They're, I that I actually made because I had, I had paid that company. Can for you show him them before. that you were in Mexico? Yeah. Can you tell them that? Like I'm here. I is did. Me. I told them that. I told them everything. It was all written down. I don't know how this happened. Huge pieces of shit. But now, so, Merry yeah. Christmas to my kids. Right. They're I not getting know. anything. Well, because my credit card 
bill is now going to be $900 Again, just being a white man, you can just charge people's credit cards. You can Uh do whatever you want, pretty Uh much. So, I mean, just... And then do whatever you want. Just pocket it. That's what Yep. Just do whatever you want now. now. All right. So, sorry about my foul mood. Maybe we can... Do you think you'll be able to cheer me up? I'll try. I don't know. Okay. Say something really funny. Well, I'll try. Okay. Um, (laughs) We have... A Patron. We do have a Patron, a Patrina wiener. Uh-huh. Thank you so much, Marcy Malaport. Marcy, Marcy, we are thrilled you joined us. We will be working on getting some more episodes, but in our Patreon, if you want to hear some extra episodes where it's not always the husband that does it, we mix it up a bit. We are mm-hmm. hammered and some. Yeah. We're to the point where <laughs> we're not even saying words. Yeah. Yeah. Um my husband Jamie is on a few. Um we, we have some videos up there of us and some questions. Santa Shark we watch Shan- Santa Jaws. Santa we gotta find Jaws. another Santa yeah. Christmas one. Um I'm game for any of those. Yeah. And also um yeah, we should also just like go on a rant on a tearing rant about white men. Yeah. In general. And everybody be. can join. Yeah. Because everybody wants to. Because I feel it now. Yeah. I'm also very hungover from a beautiful wedding. Oh, that's a good hungover. That was. That's so, a good hungover. It was super fun, but the, it just was not a great way to wake up and then no. find that email. No, it's shit. Then feel like. Pure shit. Absolute hell. Well, your glitter is from... Um, your glitter and the shitter was yeah. from the wedding. What was okay. it? Okay. You guys, I'm going to post a picture. This was my joy of the week. So besides just getting to go out without my children and like having a, a date with right. my husband, um, I was so excited for this wedding um, just because she's one of my really good friends and I just knew it was going to be fun. And um, so my husband got... A new outfit to wear to the wedding. And he bought a sport coat. It's like a really nice, it was like a wool cashmere. I don't know what the fuck kind it was. Calvin Klein or something. Yeah. And then I kept looking it up online. Like how, you know, how do you wear it? Whatever. And everyone, all the models were wearing it with turtlenecks. So I was like, honey, you should get like a turtleneck sweater to go underneath that. So we put it on and he came out of the dressing room and he I like the rock. screamed. The yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I love it. So he got it and he wore it and he fulfilled my Don Draper dreams. He wore, oh. he looked just like Don did in the 70s. And did he cut it off though at midriff to show his abs? He did not. Oh. He actually wore it as wore the. Yes, wore the turtleneck as it was designed okay. to be worn. And um, he was a handsome cat. Oh, that makes and me happy. And almost, he smiled in your pictures. Yes, he smiled. He danced Aww. with me because he dances at weddings. And there's nothing better than a man who dances at weddings. And he was super fun and joyful. And I didn't even have to do it with him oh, when I got home. Even better. Because I was very... Hammed. Tired. Yeah, very tired. <laughs> and That's I just good. went to bed. So he is he's 
He fulfilled my Don Draper That's dreams. So nice. And that is my glitter in the shitter. And I'll post a hat pick. All right. Yeah, you in need the, to. In the group. Yeah. yeah. Those, you have some good ones. Mine was a gift we got from Kat Kramer, who um, has been on fire in the Facebook, Facebook mm-hmm. group as well. She gave us a present, like a box of gifts a while ago that mm-hmm. were so nice. And I loved every single one and still use all the stuff. And it, my one of my favorite things with, was this knipe i don't know how to say it i think it's foreign k-n-e-i-p-p so k-n-e-i-p-p it's called mint and eucalyptus sinus relief body wash mm-hmm. so i have terrible sinus issues all the time and still i'm a grown woman that gets ear infections yep. constantly yeah this stuff smells so good and it lasts forever so i just got like my second bottle and i bought it as a birthday present for our friend horn she is the lady with the long vagina yes <laughs> i gave it to her as well as because she likes to bathe and shower yeah. all the time and she found it quite delightful too yes yeah, she loved it it's like such a wonderful and like an amazing smell it, I, I can't even describe it it's an it's just a fabulous little treat in the yeah. shower you can just find it on amazon or whatever it's just like a little tube of body wash yeah. type stuff yep. it's just but it's just like a treat you know it just smells so good um i don't know i just i really really like it so if you just want kind of a nice smelling little body wash that's a good one but i think i don't know if it's in stores i think you gotta buy it online i don't know i don't know Have you ever seen it at, i mean i only go i to never target, i didn't so. see it at target yeah i only live at target too and kat sent a wonderful message um i was about ready to like I said, put my head in the oven um, or jump off <laughs> a long pier or just walk right into the water mm-hmm. um, this week as well. And she just at the right time sent all the right words and mm. and messages from our listeners, too, that I mean, I hope we bring you some comedy or laughs or whatever that would be make us so happy. But then the messages they send us, I can't even describe how. It makes me feel. I know. It, yeah. You were so happy. You took a screenshot before I even, because yeah. I'm not known for my internet prowess no. of yeah. understanding Facebook and Instagram. I can't. I found they have the Knipe yeah. at Ulta. Oh, good. Okay. Do you think they maybe have it at like, because um, it's all, it looks like it's all mineral and essential oils. Do you think they have it at like grocery store, like Maybe. Trader Joe's, or they could? Um, it's so good. Yeah, I enjoyed it's amazing. it. Amazing. And yes, Kat, you're the sweetest. I wish yeah. you lived next door to I Sarah. Do too. She was in Iowa. She was close. <laughs> she hates. She it. was close. Who? Yeah, I was something. Uh, um, but that's then funny. she said, "Just call our Facebook." funny fuckers because that's kind of what we say and so we're just going to call it facebook funny fuckers yes because that's what it is yes so my facebook funny fucker um shannon Catherine posted a very funny trunk post where she just found a rope in her trunk and i think like oh yes just hilarious so people commented on that all sorts of stuff what the Um, fuck Catherine? are you okay and then one of the comments from net guests i it just I read it and it was like, oh my God, I, it was profound to me. <laughs> like profound. Uh-uh. She just wrote, 
men are always preparing for some hero moment that rarely comes. (laughs) I just laughed, but I thought at the same time, it's funny and sad for them. Yeah, because it's like I just now we we just women just know now I'm just gonna do it my goddamn self because why why yeah why wait we don't have to yeah and it's fucking annoying and then now we're so used to just doing Mm -hmm. everything ourselves that there's no there's no point for that whole before I left to come here tonight Phila was taking a shit um, (laughs) in in the small bathroom both the kids were I don't know what they're watching the voice or something I had already made dinner right Right. so like I had chili cooking I put it on low and I was like, I'm going to go record. And then when I come back, we can eat if the kids want to eat. Right. And I'm trying to tell him this. Yeah. And he's while he's shitting, like watching some football thing on his phone. Yeah. And it's so loud. And he's not listening to, listening to anything no. that I'm saying. And I'm like, can you please stop that? Like, yeah. shut it off and fucking listen to me. No, and, and then he'll wander around and, and go, pinch your what, where are you? right now, too, because I don't want to smell your shit. I just want you to listen. I want you to listen. Did I want you, listen? you to understand that you need to feed the children. Yeah. And, oh, and I told him, my family likes noodles in their chili. So, like, we always make little, um, what are you, like, elbow oh, yeah. macaroni on the side. We don't actually put yes. it in the chili which is weird. And then we just put the noodles at the bottom of the bowl oh, and put the chili yeah. over it. But um, so I was telling him, you can, I cleaned, of course, I yes. browned the hamburger yeah. in the one pan we have. And I was like, I clean the pan. It's in the sink. Put some water in there. Follow the directions and make the elbow <laughs> macaroni. And the whole time he's <laughs> and the fucking football thing's going off. And I'm just like, whatever. Follow the direction. I, I screamed, follow directions on the box for the macaroni. He goes, I knew how to make macaroni. And I was like, well, you could have fucking fooled me. He fooled everybody with that one. Yeah. Then I slammed the door and I said, bye. Yeah. So anyway, I am in a bad mood. Sorry. Um, My funny fucker. I am so delighted with everyone's Santa's dicks. Isn't it fabulous? What was happening in Boston were where they were wearing they like, like outside the hats yeah. that have they were fur drinking it all over them. Yes. They look like something out of Lim- Little Women, Colonial Bostonites, <laughs> drinking Santa's Bostonians. Yes. Know, drinking Santa's dicks. I would really like to. I've never been to Boston. I have not either, I don't think. Wouldn't that be a fun trip for us to take? I think so. Not now because it's winter, yeah. but in the summer. The whole east upper. Yeah. And I then I want to go to Maine and eat I lobster. I say I want to go to Maine all the time because he won't take me. My hero. Well, don't go with him. Yeah. I guess. No, we'll we're not doing Maine. that anymore. Yeah, we are going. We're going to do I the don't Jen like lobster, maker though, thing. So I have uh, to like have some sort of a beef. Well, you'll watch me eat yeah. it. Okay. All right. So I loved everyone's Santa's dicks and bring them. Keep trying. Keep. Yes. We'll try to go to the real Betty Dangers and try. Yeah, to get we a said we were going to try to do it. Yeah, on we got to try to at yeah. some point. Get a picture while they're. Well, it will still be all season, right? We. Yeah, yeah. But we should get it for people's partying. Yeah, I want to know what the raspberry is, but I, I did find that raspberry flavor, like kind of like the roses. 
Maybe we can watch them make Juice, one and see yeah. what they put in it. I want to see what the yeah, because they're good. Is. They're tasty. Yeah, and they're strong. But I want to have them for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll have to go then before that. Santa's dicks. Santa's yeah. dicks. <laughs> I am drinking Santa's dick. No, right. <laughs> no, no. I've lost my mind. <laughs> I can't afford a Santa's dick no. now because we'll have to make my credit Santa's card. Sticks. Yeah, can I steal a Santa's yeah. dick? Well, Thank I guess you. just put a mustache on and then you can. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Then I'll stop shaving mine yeah. and just <laughs> let it grow. Well, let it grow, and then they'll let you do whatever yep. you want. Mm-hmm. All right, we cool. watched a new show. It was kind of interesting. The shtick on this show, I thought. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a lot of. Yeah. I don't know. The show is called Love the Way You Lie. So all I could think of is, of course, the song. Rihanna and I kept and singing it. Yep. Love the way. But what you lie. the show does is the re the actors stop. Well, it's <laughs> reenactors, of course, because yeah. that's what yeah. we love with real people, siblings, yeah. friends of the victims or killer, mm-hmm. or enemies of the or, victims. In right. this case, there was lawyers, one. police, Cops, all of yeah. it. And the reenactors then will stop, like, what is it? They break, break the fourth wall. Right. Look at the camera yeah. and then say, you know. Does she really think I am screwing her? Right. Or that's not the case yeah. at all. And kind of like talk yeah. to the audience. I work hard for my money. Or that's a lie. That's yeah. not really the truth. This yeah. is what really happened. Things like that. So then... Um, but also the family members are saying that's bullshit. Yeah, that's not how it happened. Yeah, this is how it happened. And then they put it all together. So you must watch as a real person, knowing that your statement. Then they had the reenactor yeah. saying you're bullshit. I'm yes. Like, what? <laughs> you know, I can imagine them being like, "Oh my god, they just said I was a liar on this show." No, it, I mean that part was interesting, and you right. really didn't know. Like we still, as we got together tonight, we were talking, and we were like, "Hey, did she really do that? We don't even right. know because it, they yeah. they present all sides. They present it from all the different viewpoints. Right. So there really is kind of like you don't know what mm-hmm. is really going on. Mm-hmm. Which is And weird. you guys, this was in 1997. Of course. So can I just tell you about, I just told Sarah, 1997 was the best year for it music ever. It was your favorite ever. music year. It was almost, um, almost my, yeah, favorite one ever because the Spice Girls were out. Um, Keith Sweat, Blackstreet, Notorious B.I.G., um, baby face like there's monica there's nothing i liked more than mark morrison return of the mac do you know how many times i i had the single tape and i played it over and over and over again in my car tape yes i had the tape then you would go rewind return of the mac it is and i think uh yeah i mean i think we (laughs) broke the tape we literally just listened to it when I was in college and drove around Cato and just let it rip. Coolio, um, Montel Jordan. This is your year. This is my year. This Aaliyah, everything was the best. Puff Daddy, SWV featuring Puff Daddy that you couldn't get better. <laughs> you could not get better. Where, and where then what was what was that dumbass group that I love so much? Um, the ugly men, the four. Oh, all, um, all no. For one? That was their song. Um, like, 
you know what I'm talking horrible. about. And they had the terrible hair. Yeah, 98 right Degrees my, had a yeah, not, song in here, but, but it wasn't that. Degrees. No. They sang All for Love, you know, like that group. I, I thought that's what they were No, called. it wasn't 98 oh. Degrees. No, not 98 Degrees. I thought they, that was no. their name. No, that was their song. It'll come oh to me. I know everybody's. I know you're screaming Ed. again at us, mm-hmm. or Stacy's screaming, or we are sorry that we're so dumb. But um, one of Phil's favorite songs by R. Kelly. No, the we piss, don't. The <laughs> Peehive. The pee. What is King? Peehive King. Yeah, the Peehive. Tiffany is the uh, fan club president, but yeah. Gotham City. Color me bad. Oh, color me bad. <laughs> Oh my god, yes, the eyebrows. Oh. Yeah, Tiffany's Peahive Queen. Yes, well, Phil loved that song, Gotham City. He still sometimes makes Alexa play it. Oh my god. And then um, there were also some Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Jewel. Yeah. Building yep. a mystery. Uh, Cheryl Crow, if it makes you happy. Celine Dion. I can't stop, Celine Sarah. Celine Dion. I can't stop. Spice Girls? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the song by Duncan Sheik? I'm barely breathing yep. and I can't find air. More money, more problems with me. Just so many. God. Um, yeah, TV, though. Uh, movies we probably talked about. I mean, TV, I was just watching. Dateline. I believe I can fly. Yeah. No, Sorry, I can't stop. Them. Okay. I'm sorry, but it was number, it was the no. number six song of the year. Mm-mm. We don't mention. How do name. I live without you? That was Leanne. Oh, Rimes. yeah. Remember that? That's song? right. Leanne. Mm-hmm. Eddie. They're still married, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Good God. Mm-hmm. And she won the mass Singer. Oh, she was well, fantastic. Of course, she's a singer. Yeah. Unbreak my heart. She is a good singer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell me, what are the shows again? I mean, I just Dateline, of course, is still on. I watch that all the time then. Yeah. And But I mean, I was just watching shows like Buffy, The Nanny. That was good. 90210 was still kicking it by 97. Oh, yeah, I loved that. Um, Dr. Quinn. <laughs> of course, I watched Dr. No, Quinn. No, you did not. I did. I, all no. the time, I liked it. Stop. Um, <laughs> no one liked it in their I liked 20s. It. I was for that sure was for super grandmas. Old. I liked it. No. I watched it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, King of the Hill, that was a good cartoon show with Brittany. Um, poor Brittany. Murphy? Yeah, that passed mysteriously. That's fucked up. We yeah. should look into that. And I know. See. And then her husband died like Simon Monjack. Like six months later, three yeah. months later, something weirdly. The same thing. Yeah. A, lot, a year later. Something no, weird. No, it was like six yeah. months. And he was still living there with her mom. Yeah, it was super weird. Mm-hmm. And she was so talented. Yeah, Rachel and I just watched Drop Dead Gorgeous. She's in that. Oh. Again, we watch it all the time. Just Cassie so good. And I, Nut Bar and I still go rolling with the homies. Because she does that in Clueless. Yeah. She to was Elton. Good. Elton. She loves Elton. Yeah. Um, There was a Dukes of Hazard reunion TV movie. I believe I watched that too. Was it fabulous? No, oh. of course not. I think it was like some some scammer woman came into town and tried to get Uncle Jesse's land or something, really? and tried to trick him into marrying her. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. The Cinderella with Whitney that was a good and Brandy. I want to say mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. a good one. Otherwise, I don't know. 
this seemed a little crap. Um, so this episode of Love the Way You Lie is called Girl Gone. Girl? Not gone, gone. girl, but girl gone. Because she gone. She was gone at the end. She gone. <laughs> she was gone. She was very gone. It was a businesswoman's plan oh. <laughs> to build a theme park in Hazard County. A skank came oh, to town. My God. A scammer. Um <laughs> Do you think we can watch it? It's probably on YouTube, I bet. Oh my god, I want to find it. Um yeah, I think all the same are in there. I okay, don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're all in it. I mean that they had to not Rascal P. Coltrane. They had to look similar because it'd only been like 10, 15 years since the show was on, yeah. right? So they couldn't be too old looking. I don't yeah. know. No, they looked great. Um Okay, sorry. All right. I got Girl Gone with season one, episode six. Um, there was also an I a fatal vows with this same story really so i was going back and forth which one to do and i think this one had the weirder actors uh-huh. so i went with this one um, but there is a fatal vows over the same exact th- story which is also i believe a dateline because i kept saying i know this story i know this story i don't know did we do one i kept looking like did we already do no, that we didn't so i do don't remember that name but it was a dateline that i had listened to i mean i thought this show was hilarious like i laughed oh, yeah the, a I, couple yeah, times at it just the way it was done and yeah kind of stopping and yeah talking to the camera yeah. and the costume oh the costumes were like they i feel mm-hmm. like they tried but failed yeah yeah i feel like there was kind of a trying i'm just taking randy is molesting yeah. i don't know what he, what's happening i don't know randy um, so it is, it, it was a dateline. Yeah. It was called Troubled Waters. Yes. I literally just yep. listened to it. That's why. Yeah. Um, all right. I think I did just play that one. That's why it's so familiar. Okay. That makes me Does feel better. Like I'm you? not going yeah. crazy. So you may have heard the story before. Again, if you listen to the Dateline podcast, I think it was just recently one, two. So it might be kind of familiar. So we have, we start off this show. He's here, down here. Rachel's oh. He's oh. staring in the corner. We start <laughs> off the show with reenactment. So it's mostly reenactment and then interviews. Mm-hmm. So we have two friends running, and it's clearly supposed to be in the, the 80s, but it's not. It's like early 90s. But one is wearing a visor, a checkered, mm-hmm. well, not checkered, but a patchwork pattern colored windbreaker that's yeah. for Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Far too large. It was and like then purple and pink. Ball uh-huh. short, purple mm-hmm. p- shorts. Yeah. Running. And then the other one is in just like a Janet Wood kind of skin tight shorts. Yeah. And tank top. Yeah. And I don't know if she has a hat on. So they're running. <laughs> and then we see one of the friends in real life. Her name is Glenda. Mm-hmm. I didn't know people really had the name Glenda, mm-hmm. Good Witch of the North. Yes. Glenda Mason. And she looks like a normal. Yep. I thought. Yeah. I she agree. looked normal. She said she's Peggy's friend. And then you hold up, you stop, and you realize Peggy is spelled how. This is the first thing I wrote in right. my notes. Peggy is spelled P E G Y 
E. I have not seen that before. And it appears that her mom, who's named Jane, is a normal. I don't know where the Peggy came from. I don't know either. Peggy. I wrote, why is Peggy? Did she go by Yeezy? It's like Kanye's <laughs> yes, she, younger sister. Yeezy. Um, why is it spelled that day that way? It is a horrible insult to phonics. And to Peggy's everywhere. And to Peggy's everywhere. I thought that my captions were wrong. Was she a Margaret? And this I is like a Peggy nickname? I don't understand it. No, the captions I too thought, and I thought... I know, I was like, they just but got no, it wrong one Peggy. time. But then they did it over and over, and then it really came up. Peggy so, so we're going to call her Yee. <laughs> um, so Glenda is running with Yee, and they're running. And she describes that... Uh, Yeezy was from a small town called Dexter, mm-hmm. New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to New Mexico. I thought it was lovely. I'm, I mean, you can see the sky like nobody's business. I've never been. And it would always it was always her dream to call, come to California, like so many of us. It was my dream to go mm-hmm. to California, and I did for a short time. And then I was dumber than shit and moved back home. Because I have issues with my poop brain. We syndrome. wouldn't be together but I wouldn't right know now. You. Yeah. I know. Um, Peggy had her own physical therapy company, so she was quite bright, um, and she focused on elderly care. And I guess there was a thousand old fuckers per square inch because this business took off. She they were stretching out men's old men groins yeah left and right yes newport beach i don't know if i'd been there but i guess it's very fancy and there's a it lot of old is it a retirement community? i don't know but there must no, have been because a, there were so yeah. many young bucks playing volleyball right and that it we see been. peggy at her business and she is wearing a blue suit again for paul bunyan very big mm-hmm. but it's like blue on top Short and then like flowered skirt, and then she has a huge bow in the back of her hair Always that she bows. wore the whole show. Always bows, and they Different ended up bows. showing pictures of the real Peggy, and there were bows. So the real Peggy wore a huge bow in the back of her head, and so did this fake Peggy. Yeah, none of them were attractive. I mean, and not just like bow, like bow, big bow, like a big ass bow, mm-hmm. huge bow mm-hmm. in the back of her head. Now Glenda describes saying you know she was great friends with peggy and they would go you know do their jogging on the newport beach mm-hmm. sidewalks whatever i don't know Glenda <laughs> says that she, her husband used to play beach volleyball with a guy called eric and it looks like belcher like bob the bill like not bob the builder but bob's burgers bob belcher but it's beckler b-e-c-h-l-e-r so mm-hmm. eric beckler was a guy he played volleyball with. And they show men playing volleyball. And it's, I mean, right out of Top Gun. It's <laughs> uh, looks like Top Gun. It seems like it, you know, these men are not interested in the ladies. The ladies. Um, Eric, in fact, has, would you say frosted tips? Or is it full on color, half dark, it's half, half color blonde? It, I wrote. I, that was in my notes, too. Like, what the hell did this yeah, actor do to his hair? Because it's not... The tips are frosted, but I mean, like, every tip is frosted. So then it becomes... Di- like, if you... The first inch of his hair is dark, and the second 
inch and a half of his hair or two inches of his hair is platinum blonde. So it's full on like skunk. Yeah, but then it's not even platinum. It's like orange because his hair is so dark that the dye, I don't know. All I wrote was worst dye job ever. I don't get it. I I couldn't even stand it. It's very half and half. It's not like it's supposed to be blonde. Mm -mm. It's like supposed to be half and half. That's ugly. So Eric Belcher Beckler um, is playing... And he's like in short, or he's in like short shorts or a weird 80s tank. And it's very, like good body, very handsome, young guy. Um, The ladies then come in to meet the volleyball men playing. And they're still like in their 80s running clothes, even though this is a different day. She's still wearing the visor and the patchwork quilt windbreaker that she borrowed from Paul Bunyan because it's way too big. And then her ball tight um, purple shorts. And... She's on the beach, though. Yes. It, yeah. I don't. So I don't know why. Well, I guess, you know, if you're going jogging in this weird outfit, you yeah. just jog to the beach. Here's where we see our Maleficent of the show. Our <laughs> Snow White's queen. Our uh, evil mistress. Mother. M- evil. We meet mother Eric's mother, Linda. Not Linda Belcher. Again, from Bob's Burgers. Linda Belcher is a hero for women. If you don't watch Bob's burgers linda belcher the mom is all of us like i wish i wish to be linda belcher in fact one of linda belcher's best quotes is she tells her husband bob when she dies she wants to be cremated and to have him throw the ashes in tom Selleck's face All she does is get hammered on wine 24 <laughs> 7. I've never watched that show. It's I so good. To. It's so good. Doesn't I didn't Kimberly like it. love it yes. too from um, Date with Dateline. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just didn't get it like the first few. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God. It just, it's so funny. So funny. <laughs> um, well, Linda. Linda this Belcher mom is our hero. No, this Linda is not funny. Eric mom, Linda mom. Holy shit is yeah. all I wrote. No, she comes from money because she tells us several oh, times she tells that us. she has money. But, but I she... noticed that her shirt was terribly wrinkled. And I thought, you don't even have money to buy a steamer from Walmart. Fuck you. And she You're also going on TV. did not use any of her money to do any work no, on her she face needs, at um, all. She needed a resurfacing. It was the crypt keeper. She needed a resurfacing. Yep. Um, definitely deep. A, a deep, deep resurfacing, resurfacing, a deep laser resurfacing appeal. Now, <laughs> this is the typical mama's boy mom. This creates mm-hmm. the worst quality men. Correct. Um, this is a mom. She's describing her son. Now, Eric, he was just a great guy. Now, everyone loved him. He was athletic. He was quiet. He was studious. And he was a non-drinker. So I wrote in quotes, meant he was a monster boot. Yeah. And just hit it from his mom. She kept saying that, too. She kept saying, he wasn't drinking. Yeah. She said it like three times. Yeah, kept saying he doesn't drink, yet they showed him boozing Uh all the time. I mean, that means right away your son's a huge booze hound, you dumb, dumb bitch. Oh, anyway, Eric was about 22 at the time, and Peggy, according to Linda Mom, was about nine years older. So Peggy's in her early 30s, and Eric's in his early 20s or so around there. 
Piggy and Eric hit it off right at the beach. The Top Gun moment did it for her. She liked that. Um, she meets him. He liked her in her ball tight purple shorts and her Paul Bunyan windbreaker. And they had a date that night, mm-hmm. their first date. And it looks like they were at a party of some sort. And Linda, or not Linda, but Peggy says to Eric, you want a drink? And he's sure. And I wanted to be right there. I'm like, look, Linda, mom, he was drinking, you yeah. dumb bitch. Yeah. You lied already. Yeah. My boy wouldn't drink. Well, of course he would, you idiot. He was really young, right? He was, did you say he was 20? He was like 22 or 23 at the time. Yeah. And she was... She was like 30. 30. Yeah. 30 or 31. Okay. Yeah. So Linda's mom... um, I mean, not Linda. Linda mom. So Eric's mother. Yes. Maleficent. Yes. Said... He, my Eric was very different than what Peggy was used to. She's used to hunky beefcake type people. But I'm like, he was a beefcake playing practically naked beach volleyball all the time, showing off his bulge. Like, that's exactly what he was. Right. Like, have you met him? I don't know. We see friend Glenda, Good Witch of the North, and she describes Eric as a massive womanizer. So, Mm -hmm. of course... Of course, he's been lying to his mom. You realize right now, but people in our profession, we know this type immediately. He's been lying to his mother his entire life Mm -hmm. to get out of any kind of consequences. And she believes her son and all of his lies, because if he was really a scumbag, like everyone describes him, then it's a dig against her and her name. And so she's just going to believe her son. And then he knows I can tell my mom anything and she'll believe it because she's a dumbass. And so she's just the type that, you know, my boy doesn't do that kind of stuff. And of course, that means he does the opposite mm-hmm. all the time. Every time a teacher called yeah. home, she said, that was not my boy. That was somebody else. He didn't well, take no, it was your lunch boy. money. Eric, Glenda says, was a womanizer. He didn't have a job. He didn't finish school. He had zero prospects. All he did, she said, all he had was a pair of volleyball shorts. That pretty much, she said, that's all he had. And a volleyball, because and he a volleyball, fucking carried, he carried it around it, you know, every, in every scene. Um, Glenda was pretty much sure that Eric was just trying, just using Peggy, because Peggy had this massive company that she was building and making a ton of money, um, and that he would just take her money. And that's all he kind of wanted, so that he wouldn't have to have a job and could just mooch off of her and play vo- beach volleyball all day. Or and not and have his any mom job. said, "His mom said, and also if he didn't have anything to do, he was reading a book." I'm Did you sure. hear her say yes. that? He wasn't drinking; he was reading a book. Where and holding what? a volleyball while reading I, to the book. Yeah, Lin- the uh, mom Linda says hogwash, hogwash. She said. <laughs> Eric, because now they say now. Yeah, because she's saying that Glenda is lying because it's, you know, he said she said Eric did not need Linda or Peggy for money because I have money. He has my money. That's what she kept saying. My money. He He had his his own own money money and he had my money. money. He comes from a very substantial family. She kept saying, you know, again, it's she's. He's a reflection of her name. And so she's not seeing him for what he is. She's always believed his story because she wants to believe that her spawn is this good upstanding person. Mm -hmm. When he's a huge load that does nothing. And he's gotten, you've raised him so that he can just do whatever he wants, be a load, not have to work. You clearly then help him out with money. 
or let him just he has no work ethic yeah because he's never had to he's a mama's boy and mama takes care of all his problems yeah and she kept saying he's no beach bum and that's what she says when he wasn't playing he was reading a book oh sure and he didn't do drugs she kept saying so again that means he was a druggie if you keep saying it he didn't do drugs he didn't drink good god and now we see his bitch boy brother grant so eric has a brother grant he was the worst too and he describes his brother as intellectual and highly motivated have you met him (laughs) they say all he did for days i mean all he did every day was play beach volleyball Mm -hmm. and hang around and Mm -hmm. be a womanizer and drink Mm -hmm. he had no job he didn't even go to school and he didn't even finish school no like he what what are you talking about oh my god they he said his brother was also a pioneer in computer technology no how he doesn't (laughs) i know he doesn't do anything what did he do like he basically idiot turned that company around because of his technology whiz peggy gives eric as they're begin dating a job at her company and he ends up working in the IT department although he says he's leading the ID depart- yeah, IT yeah. department. I don't know if that's true or not. Um they start to become serious, they move in together and then in the reenactment he literally is carrying a volleyball wherever yep. he goes. Yep. Like he's walking with just a volleyball under his arm in a suit or in work clothes. Um, and she, of course, still has the bow in her hair in every scene, practically. I don't understand I don't, it. I feel like they saw one picture of them, and that's how they made them every day. And you have to realize she maybe well, maybe she was known for her bow or cor- her quirky no. Bow. I I mean, I'm looking at pictures of her right now, and she doesn't have a bow in any of them. I don't get I it. I don't get it. Nor is she wearing that one dress they had her in that one time oh, that had like God, the like big the, square collar. Yeah, like an Amish like would look pilgrim? at that dress and say, yeah. no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much even for me. Yep. Oh my God. Peggy has Eric in her business and he starts kind of moving up the ranks to be kind of become her partner where it's both of their business, which I want to... If that was very smart of her at all, I don't know. Because in the reenactment, they show him at his desk with his feet up on the desk, wearing like beach clothes, Mm -hmm. and the volleyball is on his desk. And he's like clicking away at his keyboard with like one of his fingers. There it was again. so it clearly been, they're showing him as a total low yeah bag. we should play a we should have played a drinking game with this if i wasn't so hungover yeah. like anytime you saw the volleyball you'd you drink. had to take you'd a be drink you'd be hammered your pants yeah. by halfway through hammered all right maleficent linda mom eric's mother explains that eric my boy he expanded the company for her he wrote all the software in the computers well maybe so but i I don't know. I mean, whatever. So they dated a year. They become engaged and at uh, engaged. So they're at another party. I don't know at someone's house or at Peggy's house. Peggy shows Glinda her ring. And Glinda says, oh, my gosh, that is stunning. It's beautiful. It must have cost a fortune. And Peggy says, well, I bought it. I had to pay for it. And Glenda loses her shit yeah. and goes off at her. She saying, can't take it. That's absolutely inappropriate. He should be buying it for you. You shouldn't be buying your own ring. We see 
um, Eric's mom again, and she says, it cost $11,000. That is a lot of money. And Peggy just always wanted to impress people. She wanted people to know she had money. And she said, Eric was not impressed by money. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Yeah. Of course. Again, she, if you ever met him, she just was so blind she to She really had blinders on. And then she says, if you want to buy your own ring, that's fine with me. Yeah. Well, it is too. Like if you do want to buy guess, your own ring, yeah. fine. I mean, whatever. Not all. I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I don't either. But, but Glenda was very. Glenda was incensed. horrified. Yes. Horrified. I don't know. I don't really care. They get married in 1992 and it says the next screen is like words on the screen that say yeah. four years later, they have three children. Mm-hmm. I can't, four, three kids in four years. It's a lot in a little time. It's really That's close together. A lot of kids. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I guess. And a very, th- in a thriving business. How are you doing this? Having babies, 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 and then having a business that's thriving. Well, we find Good out help, I guess. soon from the neighbor that maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We find out some things, I guess. Yep. They have a fancy house. They have fancy cars. They have lots of money. They're known as kind of the perfect Newport Beach couple. They're very glamorous. They were really, attractive. Yes. Very attractive. Uh-huh. And they just seem to be living the life at the, you know, they're a Newport Beach power couple, mm-hmm. rich, good looking, have three babies, and they're just able to do it all. Eric, we see Eric's sure brother can. and mother again, and they're both bragging that Eric is just putting so many hours into the business. Mm-hmm. He has this leading edge technology brain, and he's just with it was because of him that the business is doing so well and making so much money. Never mind that Peggy built it from scratch and is in charge. Right. Now, we this is where they do one of their break the fourth wall. So the actress yes. Peggy at this moment, at, at, right after the real Eric's mother and brother are bragging about Eric, the actress Peggy says, if you believe that, you believe anything. Yeah. I thought, what if they're watching it? And then they realize, oh, my God, they put this in that we're liars. <laughs> so actress Peggy says, I was the one building the business. I was the one working all the time at the office. Eric was only working on his suntan. And mm-hmm. that seems to be what a lot of other people are saying, that Eric was just at the beach all the time playing volleyball or just got doing God knows what. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really working. We now finally see June, Peggy's mom. So Peggy, Peggy's mom was was cute, cute. just adorable grandma oh. cute, adorable grandma cute. I loved her hair. Yeah, and she said Peggy was a worker, Eric was playing volleyball. Yep. So again, we're getting that. I have a feeling like he. Why would he work? He's just always gotten everything mm-hmm. done for him, and he's never had to do anything. And now Peggy's doing it all for him. Eric then says, I'm not just always playing volleyball. I'm always with the kids. And of course, his mom agrees that he's always with the kids. I'm watching the kids when she's at work. Well, now we see Tammy McDowell. This is their neighbor. And she did not give that bitch Tammy. Yeah, that bitch (laughs) Tammy. She is that bitch. Yeah. She's Eric's neighbor. She is Peggy's neighbor, both of their neighbor. Mm -hmm. And then when they're talking about, she says in response to hearing that Eric's 
brother and mother are describing him as a perfect father a doting father she says that's not the eric i know i mean and she saw him every mm-hmm. day she describes that once she went to the beach probably her kids and peggy with peggy's kids went to the beach and peggy wasn't watching them at all not giving two shits and the kids are running all over and they kept running into the volleyball game mm-hmm. and she said that Eric's response was like the kids were a complete burden. He yeah. pretty much just yelled at them and told them to get out of the way. And they would go, God damn it. Sorry. That's Randy <laughs> walking right over the computer. Um, um, and Eric would bring the kids back and yell at Peggy. Yeah. Like, Watch the goddamn kids. And she's like, I am. Uh, and she tells the story how they were down at the beach. Yeah. And that Eric just would not engage with the kids she said quote he played volleyball all the time to get away from his wife and kids right he was trying to escape so i'm sure he was super pissed when peggy would bring him to the beach like jesus right and he still would not acknowledge Mm -hmm. them or pay attention to them peggy was also always on a flip phone in many of these scenes right she was working scenes she was working really hard not paying attention to her kids either and talking on the flip phone right now eric's mom of course says it's not true that eric ignored his kids she in fact said he was the best dad ever Mm -hmm. so that meant he was a shit dad because i don't believe anything she says but neighbor tammy says he was a shit dad but she also says that peggy she just really like you said wasn't into her kids she just really wasn't into them so it's a good thing they had three right three that are babies Um, now glenda disagrees glenda best friend she says peggy was always with her kids she would bring them to the office she was always doing something but she also did say eric did jack shit Mm -hmm. he did nothing she says eric was not a good father there's a reenactment with Peggy at having some birthday party at her house and she's running all over, yeah. feeding all the kids, doing all this stuff. Glenda is there and they just show Eric sitting on his ass watching TV doing nothing. But I yes. wrote, is that really what, different from any dad? No. No. I mean, <laughs> really? It's not. You Can you name a dad that it, would go around feeding all kids at a birthday party and getting the food and cutting it up and make sure your kids are eating? I can't. <laughs> I don't know any nope. husband or dad I've ever seen do that. No. No. Even if the mother was in a full body cast, I think a dad would make <laughs> the mother still go around going, cut up your, yep. I cut up your grapes. Yes. Do you want some cake, yep. honey? Do you need more juice, hon? And trying to get around in the full body cast with a catheter in and a poop bag. <laughs> And still trying to do all this work. I made you all the a guests. homemade cake. And the dad is just sitting on the la- the easy boy, lazy yep. boy recliner. The lazy boy, yep. Doing jack shit. Or scream yep. talking about football yep. or something. To all the other husbands that are there being total yeah. assholes. Oh, anyway, the marriage starts struggling a bit. Well, of course. Now, this is only after four years. Right. Um, they really get to a breaking point, but the business is getting so successful that they kind of just are staying together because of the business. Now this other big company comes in and offers to buy Peggy Peggy's yes. business and Peggy sells it, hoping that this will relieve some of their stress. They're still going to work for the company, but this other company is kind of taking over mm-hmm. all the day-to-day stuff. Right. So they're still getting, they got a lot of money for the company and then they still get a salary. So mm-hmm. it's a really great deal. Eric's mom says they sold it to American retirement villas. So it's now 
Yeah. They must go into these places and do physical therapy and yeah. stretch out these old balls. groins <laughs> and old tits. Mm-hmm. Um, they got several million dollars. And she just, again, the dig that Peggy was way more about the money than Eric. Well, mm-hmm. selling a company, you kind of want to be about the money. Isn't that the point? Otherwise, you wouldn't sell your company. Yeah. I don't know. That what, would be that's the kind point. Of, she was smart about that, you dumb bitch. Money. Yep. Glenda says, no way. Eric was all about the money. That's all she ever wanted. And Peggy was constantly trying to make Eric happy. And she could never make him happy because he just never had enough from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, neighbor Tammy kind of digs Peggy here. and yeah. says like Peggy might have been trying to manipulate Eric to try to be the husband she wanted. But I think she just really wanted him to go to work. I think yeah. she was just trying to say, can you come to work and help me sometimes since you own the company too now and not play volleyball all the time? Or can you help me maybe with the kids? <laughs> I feel like that's what she was. She was trying to mm-hmm. tell him to be a little bit of a better husband and partner. Mm-hmm. Anyway, three months after this company buys their company, they notice that there's all these accounting irregularities, of course, all this fraud and bit money missing. Mm-hmm. Linda, Eric's mom, of course, trashes Peggy and says Peggy was overbilling all the physical therapists. She was lying. She was lying about Medicare. Um, She wanted to make more money and she had a very high lifestyle in that she was defrauding Medicare with her business. Glenda now says it was Eric was the one that was lying and cooking the books because he was the one that entered all the figure figures in. In the computer, it was Eric that was putting it in. And that's where Linda's mom or Linda mom, Eric's mom comes back and says, no, it was Peggy because she gave him the numbers. He just typed it all in. Well, they don't really explain who's right. We have all these different right. views. I have a few. I don't know. I, I don't know I don't either. Know. I really at the end. I well, still the don't mom, know. the mom seemed to say that Peggy admitted to doing it. Right. She said. Or yeah, said she, right. later. Yeah. That she said she was scared. Right. Or something. The company but. ends up firing both Peggy and Eric, though. They get rid of them both. They're done. Uh, neighbor Tammy starts saying that Eric was starting to talk about divorce, but he was stressed about the money situation, but that his behavior started getting really weird. His mom mentions that there was a New Year's Eve party. That's what you brought up. Or Peggy um oh yeah went to or no this is glenda so sorry her friend first at this new year's eve party um that was supposed to kind of be for her birthday wasn't it yeah um oh no sorry this is new year's eve okay before the birthday party yeah new year's eve peggy calls glenda crying sorry i got this all mixed up Eric was supposed to be home celebrating New Year's Eve with her, but Eric had been gone all night. She didn't know where he was, but she assumed he's having an affair at this point because he had just left. Right. They show Peggy a reenactment in her bed, and that's where I wrote she's wearing a silver lame. Yeah. Some sort of silver lame wrap gown in bed. So why are you wearing a silver lame fancy dress for just a dinner at your home? Maybe she liked to dress up, but I don't know. It was not... It was odd. Or was that her pajamas? <laughs> I, Nobody has silver lame pajamas. Blanche Devereaux do. does. Yeah, she would. I don't know. But here's where we kind of get that Eric might be having an affair, which I'm sure he mm-hmm. was. Which brings us. We're to, sure yeah. of it. 
which brings us to a 38th birthday party, which seems to be a few month, weeks later, months later, I don't know. But Glenda, the friend, goes to the party and notices that Peggy now has giant biggins. <laughs> but then I thought, if she's her best friend, you wouldn't be surprised by just looking at her. You would know the day of her surgery. You would know she's getting biggins. She would have told you because the recovery is at least... Six yeah, weeks, not two easy. weeks. Yeah. So I, she's not going to be walking yeah. around. You're going to be wrapped up. I don't know. But anyway, she's in a dress and Glenda goes up and goes, he yoinks. What in the hell are those? And she says, I got, <laughs> I got some biggins. I got some breast implants. She's like, holy hell. <laughs> and she says, I just wanted to make Eric happy. And she's like, good God. Because they were huge knockers. And she just said, no, Peggy, no, no, Peggy. Mm-mm. That's not what you do. Poor Glenda. Every move that Peggy made, she just couldn't take She's it. She's horrified. She couldn't no. take it. Then, of course, here's where Eric's mom says that Peggy goes to her um, and is crying and upset while Glenda thinks she's upset because Eric's being a dick. Eric's mom said, no, she was upset because she came to me and said she's going to go to jail Mm -hmm. for her Medicare fraud and that the feds are investigating her and that she was terrified. And then Linda starts crying. And I don't know why. I don't get why she was crying. I don't know, because it seems like she didn't like her. But But she hated her, but then she's crying. I don't get it. So that's why we think, is there something Eric did too that she's upset about i think she just is sad because she was her daughter and i don't know if she has any empathy gone. i don't know maybe don't know. well we get to sunday july 6th it's 1997 it happens to be their five-year anniversary i wrote this down like all this has happened in five I know. years it was a lot eric decides he's going to be nice for once and takes her out on a boat in the harbor on the ocean mm-hmm. for their wedding anniversary and said, we're going to spend the whole day on the ocean. And if it was like a bigger yacht, it was like a speedboat you have at a lake yeah. and do water skiing. In. Yep. Cause then I would be like, um, I don't know. Where am I going to go to the bathroom? You know, like you pee off the back I guess. of the boat. What, when did she take a huge diarrhea? When you're stuck. Um, you have to go back. Yeah. To the- Anyway, she doesn't look in the reenactment excited at all to spend the day with him. She looks pissed, kind of. Yeah, just the whole time she looked pissed. But she should have been excited to wear a swimsuit with her new huge cans. Yeah, she had giant cans. Yeah. Black swimsuit that had a V-neck to like her bush. Yeah. And her wraparound. Oh, for sure. My pubes would have been coming out the top of that V. Yeah. Just curled right around it. Right. And mm-hmm. then braided because it's yeah, long. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and then they would have got wrapped up in the sarong and it would have been a whole yeah. thing. Oh, man. Anyway, they drive around in circles in the boat in the harbor, I guess. He said it's going to be just the two of us and Peggy rolls her eyes like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We now are meeting the police officer, a real police officer. He's being interviewed. His name is Sean Murphy and he looks exactly like every TV cop. He's a good Irish yes. lad. Yeah. He's a detective from the Sheriff's Bureau, and he announces that July day, he gets a call about a boating accident, and they show real film, I think, for a second. There happens to be a boat in the harbor that is driving around in circles, and no one's on board. It's just Mm -hmm. going around in circles. And the harbor people called him in, 
and it's happening four miles from Newport Beach out in the harbor. But at the same time, they find this guy, which is Eric, floating in the ocean on a life jacket or like knee board, I guess it ends up being. And he's screaming, help me, help me, help me. So Eric is rescued, but Peggy is nowhere to be seen. There's no Peggy. She's not on the boat. She's not anywhere in the water. Now, the harbor people called in the police because they felt, I think they were trying to say it was suspicious right from the start, or they felt weird about Eric's behavior right from the start. The whole story made no sense. Eric tells police as he's rescued out of the water. He talks about, we rented this boat. It's our anniversary. He says he was going to kneeboard and took the rope and the kneeboard and went in the water. Peggy was driving and Mm -hmm. dragging him around. And he says at one point he got knocked over by a wave. And when he got up... Peggy wasn't on the boat. Zoinks. But then, yeah, the boat was still going, though, clearly, because right. it was still driving around. Right. And he said it was a giant wave. And that was the first thing. Well, they thought that was super weird. they so, said. I would, too. I would be like, hold up, sir. A wa- your wife is in the driver's seat in this boat. A giant wave comes and knocks her clear out of the seat up <laughs> into the air clearing the boat side right over the boat into the water and so deep into the water that you don't even see the splash or see her body or legs and she's way into the water and just drowns right. instantly right. it doesn't swim to the she top can't swim or yeah. doesn't make any just splash and say oh geez right. Oh geez, that was that I crazy. was like, can you explain that to me again? How that's possible. Again, a giant wave comes, lifts your wife out of the seat, <laughs> carries her over the giant boat all the way through through the boat, through the boat, through the boat, through the boat, over the side, <laughs> down into the water. Dead. So down and then she's automatically dead. I, I can't They also said uh Eric, there are actually no, there's no wind today. No, and there's no waves. It's, there are no uh, waves. It's like one of the lowest. There's no waves. Yes. No waves. It's very, very calm. They did some numbers of like waves or whatever, and it's like yeah. still. Um. So it's literally, he said, not his story wasn't possible. Is it, why, why do they just stare at him and let him go home? Why can't you bring him into the station and talk to him some more and say, this doesn't make sense. What really happened? Why can't you do that? Why did he just get to tell this ridiculous story and then get to go home? Yeah. Well, your wife is missing. You say there was a woman with you on this boat and she is no longer there. And you're the only one who knows the story. And your story is a ridiculous lie. Why was he able to leave? Because can I just... someone had to take care of the kids, Sarah. But I don't understand. Police wouldn't do that to anybody else. If I just told... So, I mean, if I said I went boating with Jamie and then all of a sudden he's not there and just said a giant pterodactyl came and grabbed him <laughs> by the dick and took him away. <laughs> I mean, clearly that's not a story. Do I just get to leave? They would say, no, we're, it, you're, there was a person there right. and now they're gone. Right. I like, I don't get how, how some people can get away with this and that so other people would just be like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just so baffled. Is they didn't like, like him, but they couldn't have, they didn't have any evidence. But can't you still talk to him? Well, can't you maybe still say, clear, did. this story doesn't make sense. Tell it to me again. The detective said that he said what we always say is that the whole thing was fishy because moms just don't leave their kids. 
Right. Because well, we always say that too. Like moms don't do that. No. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, Eric changed it to something yeah. where, or no, it was Eric's mom too. That was saying she knew she was being investigated by the feds. Maybe she just jumped over the edge and swam away. Oh yeah. And then the other mom, well, Peggy's June. mom, well, June, yeah. Knew right away. They called her and she said that SOB finally killed her. Or well, she knew instantly yeah. that he did it. Yep. And killed her. And and then she goes, I am not psychic. I just knew it from the minute he called. Well, of course. But I still don't understand how you can t- lie to the police like that. And they just say, all right. But I I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just am irate about all of this. I know you are. Um, Can you please talk about how they looked at his behavior yes. after the incident. Right. And his fake ass crying. I guess on the news, the news was there. So this was a huge happening. Mm-hmm. Even the news is there. He is pretending to cry. And the police are there knowing they did say he was acting super weird. And it right. was a reg- red flag. He is the Murphy police officer. Yeah describes his crying as just fake sobbing and then he would peek through his hands like at a scary movie to see if someone is watching yeah that alone walk up to him and say sir you are acting like a weird dumbass you are fake (laughs) crying there's not a tear in your eye where is your wife what happened but they just let him fake cry let him lie to him and just get he gets to walk away no other person would get away with that or do you? Can I just do whatever I want? Say, kill my husband and throw him in Lake Minnetonka and say a giant pterodactyl came and grabbed him by yeah. the dick and flew him away? Then after he fake cried, though, didn't they say then he didn't cry at all? It was like fake crying and then no crying. Right. And that's when his crazy fucking mom Oh, said, I can't even with this. She is well, mentally ill. Jackie O was right there when John F. Kennedy got shot and she never cried. She... Jackie O didn't cry. Well, yes, ma'am. When your husband's head gets blown off yeah. and blown apart where his brain is in your lap, you yep. might be in shock first. You might be. You probably are not reacting like crying because you don't understand what's going on because you're in utter, complete shock. And she was trying to hold his head on. Right. She was trying to like, yeah, hold his brains, his into, brains his head into his head and try yeah. to get help at the same time yeah. and wonder if she was going to get shot in yeah. the head. Yeah. I think the shock was first. Yeah. Don't you put Jackie Kennedy's name no. in your filthy whole mouth. That's right. You dumbass bitch. No. Nobody compares Jesus. Eric, the fucking volleyball piece of shit, to Jackie O. Who had her husband's queen. head blown to shreds yes. right in front of her. Yes. Oh, God. What assholes. Anyway, June, Peggy's mom, knew that she was murdered. And she and her husband, Peggy's dad, came the next day to her house and they start walking through the garage. And this is where they notice that they have a weight tree. So it's like Mm -hmm. weights put on this triangle thing, tons of weights, Mm -hmm. two of the weights, two 35 pound weights each are missing. And right away, June says, that's what he used. 
He hit her over the head with that. Mm-hmm. That is why they haven't found her body. They tied her up with these weights. She's in the water tied to these weights. And they had a police picture. And you can see every weight is there except these two 35s are gone. This is now where Grant, the brother of Eric, who's the dumbest bastard on the uh. planet, says... But that's ridiculous. Even someone at the store said that they bought them without those weights. Why would you be rich and buy a weight tree with two weights just missing? Yeah. And you'd say, no, I'll take the set with the missing weights instead that's of the That's the full one set. I want. Nope, it's that one. Yep, I'm going to take the missing shitty ones here yep. and give you a full price instead of taking the full set because I'm a dick. Dumb. That's not, that's not true, you asshole. Mm-mm. And why would you buy... Go fuck yourself with a 35 pound weight, you dick. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the police take in the boat and they find no evidence of blood or anything, um, which is a bummer. And but if she did get hit on the head, she maybe didn't break the skin and she got knocked out cold. It's possible. Right. It also is possible, you know, with if it was in the front of the boat, if it's just spinning around in circles that water washed something off, it was a little bit. Um, I don't know, but there could have just not been blood if he conked her on the head, maybe. And she just was dizzy and knocked out and then she drowned and died because we don't have a body. Yeah. Anyway, there was no direct blood evidence. So of course her DNA was on the boat, but there was no blood or sign of a struggle. So they said they couldn't arrest him because of that. Meaning I think that in a trial, it's just not enough evidence. Yeah. They had nothing. After five days, the Coast Guard calls off the search. Her body has not reappeared, which goes with the murder um, idea because the police officer Murphy, Detective Murphy, says if it was an accident, her body eventually, due to the gases, would have just floated up. We would have found her after a few days. They believe she was killed and tied with something and weighted down and that's why her body didn't come up so it goes with their theory that she was murdered because an accident the bodies just pop back up which is disgusting but true i guess now here's where the dumbest asshole on the planet grant eric's brother adds in he's talking about well that day the ocean water if you know anything about ocean temperature the ocean was too cold and in that situation bodies sink it's California Ocean. It doesn't just... What are you talking about? She's not just... I don't even understand. How, how do you know about what corpses do in certain water temperatures, you asshole? No. Once again, he's talking out of his asshole and he's annoying. He's making shit up. Mm-hmm. And nothing you say... It may work for your mom, dickweed, to just make up facts and she believes you and thinks you're so <laughs> smart. But everyone else is like, what are you fucking talking about, you asshole? <laughs> Once oh. again, he knows it all about uh, IT. Yes. And he knows it all about, about weights and, and buying in water yes. temperature. Yes. And he knows about water temperature. Mm-hmm. What an asshole. And of course, Eric's mom says that privately he was very sad. Well, my God. Well, Glenda went over to Eric and Peggy's house six weeks later and noticed that Eric had taken down every single picture of Peggy. That's weird. Especially when you have three small children that do not understand Mm -hmm. where their mother is. Glenda, of course, has one of her absolute breakdown fits that she had always at Peggy and tells Eric, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you taking their mother's picture off? And Eric said, 
I feel like that'd be sad to look at it. And she's like, this is their mom. They should have pictures. They should have her pictures up. Like, what are you doing? Right. Taking everything of hers out of the house in, after right. six weeks. Um, total. Di- I mean, right there. Total dick. 12 months later, the investigation is cold and we skip ahead to two and a half years later. We are seeing Detective Murphy and he's really upset that this case goes cold because he knows that Eric is guilty because he got such a creepy vibe off of him. But I feel like there's so many other cases where they bring a criminal in or someone who's even innocent and they just drill him and drill him and drill him and drill him and drill him. And here they just take one statement at the beach and are like, well, yeah, I don't know. He said, like, uh, Godzilla came out of the ocean and grabbed her and then went back under. And I guess that could be true. I I don't know. I know. You're still so mad I'm about just it. I'm terribly mad. Anyway, Murphy. They knew he did it. They even said they knew he did it. They just didn't have any evidence. So I it's know. like, what can you do? True. But I feel like you can catch him in more of his fucking lies. And that adds to evidence. Like, he's lying and lying and lying and lying. I don't know idiot or break him down i don't know but he seems to be a narcissist <laughs> really, good cop bad cop yeah. the shit out of this guy just put <laughs> put electricity on his balls yes. and zap him every time he lies zap him i hate him straighten those pubes Mur- yeah murphy says it just would take a miracle someone coming in and talking and that's exactly what they get <gasps> This woman comes into the police station. Her name is Tina New, N-E-W. She is like a grade Z actress, apparently, Mm -hmm. a Playboy model, and has been in some porns, maybe. I don't know. They don't say it right away, but of course, his mom says it. Yeah, she did some pornos. Yeah. Tina comes into the office and she's described as attractive but very dysfunctional. So reenactment Tina sits, looks a mess. She's very pretty. Reenactment Tina is very pretty and real Tina Mm -hmm. is very pretty. Um, But they show her trying to be a mess by just taking everything out of her purse, putting it on the table and then putting it back in her purse and then taking everything out of her purse and putting it back in. Like that's supposed to show her as a mess. Or it could just well, be that she looked like she was kind of like on crack or something right. too. Like she was kind of like, looked hey, like hey, she was hey, antsy. Sit still really, sit. But yeah. it also could be that maybe she was horrified by what she had to tell the police too. Yes. Anyway, she starts off by saying, I'm dating Eric Beckler. And the police are very interested because he's been on their radar as this possible murderer. She, we see the real Tina and she describes that she had been dating him for about two and a half years. So immediately after uh, Peggy dies, Eric is dating this woman. Right. It's almost right. immediately after. Real Tina said they met because she was modeling at a trade show. I don't mm-hmm. know what kind of trade. Who knows? And Eric walks up to her and says, I'm Eric Beckler. I would have said, who fucking cares? Who are you? I don't know. He showed her a photo of his kids and then Mm -hmm. says, your mom just died. I mean, I would be like, oh, this is a poor, crazy person that maybe Mm -hmm. has special needs. And I would walk away. Um, But that's me. (laughs) Yes. This seems creepy. Tina, though, thought it was very sweet and she felt bad for him. She thought he was very nice. And she said, I moved in with him the next day. I don't know what the, I don't, I don't, I, I, 
She is a lot. I have some outside information okay. that I yeah. can uh, I, I, tell you yes. later, too. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that was a terrible choice. You have yeah. a dead wife, mm-hmm. three kids, a weirdo like this, and you mm-hmm. move in with him the next day. Yeah. And she said, I never left his site for two months, and we were just super happy. I'm like, okay. okay. Um, well, good, I guess, really. Tina, though, then brings this weird fact up. One day, and this was probably two years later, we're getting close to current time. She said, I was just watching a VHS tape of one of my old shows. So I don't know if it was like a dancing show, a porno show, or, but it, no. I think it was on TV. So do you know, do you know what she was in? What? I looked her up on IMDb. So she was in Tales from the Crypt. Oh. She was in an episode of that, and she was also in Baywatch um, Nights. Oh. In 1995. Good for her. So she, yes, had a couple. Oh, and L.A. Heat. I don't know what that it's is. Probably some but cop show. It's some, sounds like a cop show. She yeah. was so watching one of her old in. shows. On the show, a commercial for a news segment, or it was like the end and a news segment comes on, she sees Peggy, Peggy's face. Yes. So this show was running... When Peggy's accident happened, because it was a news story about Peggy. So she um, pauses it. And then Eric comes in the room and says, where did you get that? And she just said his face turns completely white. So she pretty much looks at him and says, fuck you. And she pushes play and listens to the story. And they're describing that it was very calm conditions, um, there were no waves. And Eric, he explained that Peggy went missing in a storm to his her, her yeah. mother. And I think he described that it was stormy and she fell over yeah. to Tina. And so Tina realizes that everything Eric said about that day was a complete lie. And she totally freaks out. She's mm-hmm. smart enough to know, like, that doesn't make any sense. He's fucked. He did it. I think she knows right away. Mm-hmm. Eric just tells her, I'm not telling you anything. And... Tina then went to the police and she said, oh, no, she didn't go to the police yet. But she said, I think I can get him to talk. She's speaking to herself. Yes. So very shortly after, Eric comes home and he brings ecstasy pills with. (laughs) So drugs. So he doesn't Thanks, take mom. Yeah, nope. he doesn't take drugs. He doesn't drink and he just sits at home and reads books right. he and holds his volleyball. That's it. Yep. So they take uh, Tina describes that they take the pills, but that she had never had ecstasy pills. They take the pills and they went to Hollywood. I'm like, what do you do in Hollywood? Because it's a sh- Hollywood itself is a shithole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bars, I guess. They come home and she says in bed, she asks him the truth. That mm-hmm. seems like a great place to discuss your boyfriend's right. murdering mm-hmm. habits. Now, Tina describes, I, she lost me for a minute and then got me back with this. She said, as a child, <laughs> I was a psychic. Yeah. And as I'm laying there, I had an image. I sat up in bed and said, oh, my God, you hit her over the head. And Eric says, how did you know that? Yes. And then she got very scared. But then he spills the beans and tells mm-hmm. her what happened. So Eric said, well, it was her anniversary. I took her out on the boat. She was sun tanning up in front, tanning her big ends. Eric said, it's getting really hot. I think you need to come back here and put on some sunscreen. And she says, okay. And as she is 
kind of getting up to go put on sunscreen, he grabbed one of the 35-pound weights that he had in the cooler, apparently. Wouldn't it weigh a shit ton? Yeah. Is she not reaching for beers? Is she not seeing? Why would you have your weights with, hun, in the cooler? I'm trying to get my Rianiti on ice, and I see you got two 35-pound weights. (laughs) Now, if it were our husbands, we wouldn't even, they would work out the whole time. That would be normal, yes. Yeah, and say we are lazy for not working out on a bull ride. But it probably is weird for her. Wouldn't she have noticed this? Or he must have told her something. Like in case we have to wait on the boat, maybe because my, hus- yeah. my husband certainly would never put a murder weapon in the cooler. Like, period. Because I'm a booze hound. Oh, right, right. You would find like, it. yeah, yeah. That would be the first. That would be the go. first place I go. I'm on a yeah. boat. I open up the cooler. Yeah. So I wonder if he hit hit him previously because the reenactment showed they were in the cooler. But he rented the boat. So it wasn't his boat. Right. So he, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But um, if, yeah, if it was us, we would have found him right away because we yeah. would have been drinking immediately. Yes. Yep. Well, he picks up the weight. He goes behind her and bashes her on the head with it. And he says she didn't feel a thing because she was knocked out cold right away. So don't worry. Yeah, I killed her, but she didn't feel she it. Didn't, she didn't feel it. She just passed out right away and she didn't feel nothing. She didn't mind at all. Mm-mm. He says then he folded her in half. Uh, bent her arms mm-hmm. and legs and neck and pretty much hog tied her arms yep. and legs and neck with rope, shoved her into trash bags, tied it all up. He eventually says, put with the weight, put the weights on her arms and tied the weights to her arms in the trash bag and threw her over. Yeah. Pretty bad. So um, he then says, I went in the water, pretended I was wakeboarding. How do you get the boat to just keep going there's a key in i thought you would have to like push no there's a key in there and but it did did say there's like a dead man switch on all boats that that's why it was going around in a circle so it just so it doesn't keep going and like whatever kill a thousand people so i don't but i don't know how they know that 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 someone flew up in the air and fell off the boat yeah i don't know i mean on like a on a water, a personal watercraft, you know, like yeah. a jet ski, you have to put the key around your wrist. Yes. So that I've if you fall off, Jamie, yeah, you pull the key. Turned the yes. jet ski, flipped over, and we were underwater. But that's times. not how it goes for boats. No. I don't know. Yeah. So that's the story. Tina now knows he murdered her. She's terrified. Policeman Murphy or detective Murphy is listening to her story and he actually does believe her, but he does say again that she's a druggy train wreck. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but her story sounds very plausible. It sounds like it makes sense. She, she's a, she's a liability, this woman. Right. Cause she's a porn star and a druggy. Right. But like that, like she's still he says she was a train a wreck. So at the same, do you want me to tell you the yes. outside information yes. I know now? So at the same, kind of the same time as this. So this is, she's dating him. So Peggy was killed. Peggy yeah. was killed in 97. They've been dating for like two years or whatever. So it's like 99-ish. Yeah. Um, so in August, 
was the murder trial, August of 2000. And then also in August of 2000, she sued Dennis Rodman for $10 million and claimed that he raped her after meeting her in a bar in Newport Beach. Um, And she said he was she was forced into his Rodman's car by his bodyguards, went to a house. She was drugged and raped. And she waited 10 days after the incident to report it. She Yes, waited 10 days to report it. So they didn't do a rape kit. And so all the charges were dismissed. So I think that was all going on. So she had a whole lot of stuff she, going on. I, so I think they knew she was like crazy town. But they needed her. Right. Yeah. So they just like had to figure out a way to get him yes. to talk so that it wasn't her just saying it because right because they're not gonna people they would have ripped her because of her yes, past yes they even if she's telling her the truth and they're the gonna believe him yeah. and he's the psycho yeah. murderer they said you're gonna need to wear a wire then so we can get him to tell you this again and get it on tape and she was terrified because she said he touches me all the time he'll touch mm-hmm. me and he'll find it and they said well you need to do this. It's all that's our only chance. You have to do this so we can get him. And she said she wanted to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And she does it. So Tina wears the wire. They go on a date and go to some restaurant. The police are listening in on a car next to the restaurant. Tina brings up again, says, We need to talk about Peggy. And Eric just says, We need to go get it on at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, Gross. And she says, why didn't you just divorce her? And he says, I couldn't. Or I, or why did you kill her instead of just divorcing her? And he said, I had to. And right then a waiter comes up. Ugh. Is everything okay with your meal? Can I get and, you some appetizers? Right. And the police are like, holy shit. This waiter comes in at the right at the moment. He's starting to talk. And Tina is pretty much like, we're fine. Fuck off. You know, and right. he walks away. And Tina. She's basically saying. To him, to get him to talk, I, I'm going to marry you. If I'm going to marry you, you need to tell me the truth. So, like, she's kind of playing him. Right. Like, like you're going to lose me if you don't yeah, tell me this. I need to know the truth because I'm going to be your wife and we're going right. to be together. And he, the police thought she's his one weakness. He doesn't want to lose yeah. her. He wants this actress, model, yeah. porn star as his wife. Right. Eric starts talking because she just says, I want to know, did she feel pain? Did you hurt her? Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff. Acting like, you know, she just wants to. He was kind in his killing. She's acting like, you know, just yeah. tell me you were, you know, nice to her when you killed her or whatever. It's and he so kind of falls weird. for that. Yes. Um, Eric tells the whole story again. He says, I walked up behind her. and She didn't feel anything. And he's like, oh, well, how do you know? And he's like, I was there. I did it. She yeah. didn't feel anything. She was out cold. He explains the whole thing again, that he used the two dumbbells, mm-hmm. um, t- how he tied her up, how he put the dumbbells on her and tied her up into the garbage bag and threw it over. And she gets it all on tape. He's admitting and saying all of this stuff, the entire story again. As they leave the restaurant, he's arrested by the police and we see his mom and she says, well, he obviously didn't do what he said. There was no blood. Yeah. Yeah. He admitted it and you're still saying he didn't do it. Yeah. And if there's no blood, well, then there was no blood, I guess. I don't know. 
2001, like you said, he's in trial. 2000, 2001, he's convicted. Mm-hmm. And you had said it took a while. The jury deliberated for seven days. That is a very long That's time. That's a long very time. Very long time. Yeah. But this, it, like, it is a tough case. Yeah. You do have, though, his word if he was speaking the truth. Yeah. And you have those two weights were gone that he mentioned from mm-hmm. the garage. Mm-hmm. Even though I guess they bought the set with the two missing. That's oh, yeah. That's what do. norms do. Yeah. When he was it at his sentencing, I want to say sentencing part, we oh, see yeah. him. Real Eric. Mm-hmm. Footage of real Eric walking into the courtroom. His hair is dark now if he ever did have the frosted skunk hair. Yeah. And yep. he said, I'm just sad for everybody because we know this is an accident. I'm sad for her family, but I'm sad for my family. I mean, yeah. I'm bringing it around to him. Yeah. Um, nice. And they end just showing real photos of her and real. Fo- they were a very handsome couple, mm-hmm. but I did see one where she did have the big ass bowl. Uh, you did? Yes. And there you go where you have three kids without their parents again yeah. for the rest of their life, their entire life. And who is she living with? This idiot brother, Grant, who is just tells tales out of his butthole. <laughs> Or is their evil Uncle grandmother Grant. who yeah. is going to, I mean, I hope they're with June. I, I think know. June, didn't June say something about it? Like I, I don't, I can't remember. I but I she hope said something about, we're strong. We keep going. That was like the last thing yeah. she said. Oh, poor June. Ugh. Again, terrible men. And both of them just pay for the divorce right. again, again and again. Especially if, if she really did this get divorce her would make sense because then you're kind of you can get away from her federal crimes yes I guess. and and then she would maybe go to think... jail and then you would get everything you wanted right. that's like, what makes me think he had something to do with right it. I, I feel like he too and then he could just blame it on her and they say well both in now trouble. she's dead yeah so because they really never talked about the federal crimes again no. after that no. so i don't know if it disappeared with her or what anyway well, thank you. If you could leave us a review or a rating, that would help us so much. Yes. We would love for you to join our Facebook group. It's really funny, people. It's been getting me going. It's been keeping me sane these past few days. It's getting so good. Um, or follow us on Instagram or share the word, spread the word. That's the best thing you can do. As yes, well. please. Thank you. We know some of you have been telling. We know because we can see like you, right. you take each other and it's so I know. fun. We yeah. love that. Thanks for sharing. And until next time. Sorry, I'm a huge bitch today. Well, I always am. So, I mean, it doesn't matter really. Cranky. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.